Hello, everyone, and welcome to another enthralling episode of Pop Cultish, the podcast that used to be a backup dancer for Miley Cyrus, but then we just had to quit because it was too much twerk. I'm Tony Shaba, hanging out with you here today. I've given my wife, Emily, the day off today. She's feeling a little under the weather, so she's decided not to join us, but uh, I'm going to get you taken care of today. And today's topic is one that uh, I've wanted to talk about for a little while now and really never had a chance to sit down and get into it too much, but now that it is 2016 and I see the full slate of what 2016 has to bring, it's time to really sit down and talk to you about the magic that is Netflix. Uh, Netflix has gone from a service that featured, uh, you know, showing movies, sending you DVDs of movies, uh, letting you stream movies, to really being in serious contention for possibly one of the best content providers out there. Uh, it's nice because you don't have to have cable or anything like that. Seven ninety nine a month, you know, it gets you everything that it's got under the sun there. Uh, and before I go on, I just want to say that this episode is not sponsored by Netflix. I didn't get any money from Netflix or anything crazy like that. Uh, I'm just a, a big fan and a longtime subscriber. And I think when you see or when you listen to me talk about the slate that they have coming up of original programming, that's stuff you can't get anywhere else. This is all original programming for Netflix in 2016. You may understand why I'm so excited. So we'll just kind of jump in, take a quick look, and and see they have a lot of original films that they're doing this year, and they also have a lot of original shows, television-type shows that they're doing. Obviously, with the TV shows, it's kind of fun to watch them on Netflix because they can drop an entire season at once, just like they did with uh, last year's big offering, Marvel's Daredevil. They dropped all 13 episodes at once, and lots of people just devoured them all on that first day and binged them. Some people, like myself, tried to dole them out over the months. That way you uh, had a little something to look forward to, but no matter which way you do it, there's a lot of great, great stuff that you can watch on Netflix. Uh, the films, the original films, are just kind of um, just kind of getting into. Definitely, TV shows are much more their bread and butter, at least right now it is. Uh, but films, they're they're starting to do original films. They released, uh, I think, it, just last month, they released uh, an original Adam Sandler film called The Ridiculous Six. Um, you know, it got mixed reviews, as most Sandler movies do, but uh, Netflix did report just a few weeks ago that it is the, that movie is the most watched movie on their program. Now, whether that's because it is original and you literally cannot watch it anywhere else other than Netflix, or whether it's because Adam Sandler really is a big hit, even if the critics pan him and uh, aren't overly thrilled with what he's doing these days, who can say? But I do know that that movie was announced by Netflix just recently to be the their most watched movie of their entire collection of all time. So um, there's another really intriguing movie coming next month in February, and this is a pseudo-sequel to Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. It's called Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny. Now, I don't know a lot more about it, but I do know that it drops February 26th on Netflix. And um, it's interesting that they would, you know, take an existing property and work to make a, uh, you know, continuation of that series. Uh, other films on their slate this year uh, really don't seem to have any rhyme or reason in terms of if they're going for a certain genre or a certain approach, which makes sense because most movie studios that are making movies don't do just sci-fi or just romantic comedy. They do a little bit of everything. So um, the films, these titles are here. I don't really know much about them, but uh, Jadoville, uh, Mascots, 
special correspondence. And uh, the last one, which I'm assuming is not in any way related to Don Cheadle War Machine. Uh, I know they do do a lot with Marvel, but I'm guessing that War Machine is not a Marvel property. Maybe it is, probably not. In fact, a quick look online tells us that War Machine is actually a, a satire comedy that's going to be starring Brad Pitt, of all people. So uh, Brad Pitt making his way directly to Netflix for War Machine. I uh, don't know exactly when that will come out, probably a little later on this year. But, uh, but those are some of the films that are um, in distribution or are getting ready to be put in distribution, specifically by Netflix. Uh, now the TV shows, on the other hand, a lot more where that came from. Um, you know, since we're speaking of Marvel, I guess we might as well start there. It's as good a place as any. Uh, really, I think what Netflix has done with Marvel has cemented their ability to create quality television shows. Uh, you know, last year, like I said, we had the first season of Daredevil, which was met with great acclaim, and uh, everybody really, really enjoyed that, myself included. Uh, that led, obviously, to some big plans for the Marvel Universe in terms of it being on Netflix uh, just, I think, in November? Uh, yeah, I believe late, late November, season one of the second Marvel TV series to hit Netflix, Jessica Jones, dropped. And if you're not familiar with Jessica Jones, uh, she is a uh, former superhero. She uh, In the comics, she, she did try to be a superhero. as She has been imbued with superpowers. Did not like it. It did not go well for her. So then she opened up her own private investigation firm where in the comics she focused more on uh, you know doing PI work for superpowered people or against superpowered people, I guess you should say. But uh, in Jessica Jones, the TV series, uh, it's a little different. Uh, she does for, for all walks, but then, of course, there are a lot of superhero aspects to it. She has one of the coolest villains, in my opinion, in the entire Marvel Universe. That would be Kilgrave, otherwise known as the Purple Man, played with uh, delicious aplomb by former Doctor Who David Tennant. So um, definitely check out Jessica Jones if you are into that and you haven't seen it yet. I'm about halfway through the season myself. Again, I'm kind of pacing myself so I don't uh, binge crazy and then uh, you know just get it all out of the way in one day. Then I don't have anything else to look forward to in the coming weeks. Also featured on Jessica Jones is a character who's getting his own series later this year, I believe. It's uh, Luke Cage also known as Power Man. Uh, Luke Cage is a, a just a very, very powerful person, um, nigh indestructible. But um, he's got his own show coming soon. And uh, the rumor, or, or not the rumor, the plan, rather, is after Luke Cage to do a show based on, an entire show based on Iron Fist, which is another Marvel hero for hire, if you will, kind of kind of one of those, um, you know, gritty type of, type of, type of heroes. And then the plan was to have Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, Daredevil, and Iron Fist join together for a series called Marvel's Defenders, which again is uh, based on the comic books. They, uh, there, there is a team in the comic books called the Defenders that featured at one time all of those characters. And they're a little more, uh, I guess you want to call them a more gritty version of the Avengers. The Defenders will definitely be there. And one of the biggest questions that has come up here in, in recent weeks, as we are on the cusp of Daredevil Season 2 being released uh, in March, so not too far away from here, but uh, in Season 2 of Daredevil, it is confirmed that we will be seeing both Elektra, the assassin-slash-love interest of Matt Murdock, but not only will we see Elektra, but we're going to get our first look at 
The Punisher. Now, I know The Punisher is a name that a lot of Marvel fans are familiar with. I personally am a huge Punisher fan. I think that uh, it's a very uh, psychologically intriguing character, and I, I've long enjoyed uh, following his exploits. I believe, uh, according to what I've read, right away in the first episode, the Punisher shows up, and he's going to be uh, a nemesis of Deadpool for most of the season. So uh, there's been talks that um, the Netflix folks are so excited about the Punisher's potential that they might even give him his own series, which would be very intriguing. The Punisher is one of those... Uh, Marvel characters that has many times over had the opportunity to be given the big screen treatment. Uh, you know, he's had three different movies over the course of the last 20 to 30 years here, um, and it's just never caught on for whatever reason. So hopefully if we can get a good vision and a good, uh, you know, a good take on the Punisher, this could do good things for him. Um, who knows, it might even follow up with uh, more Marvel characters that really haven't gotten a good stint in uh, movies and TV, uh, most notably Ghost Rider comes to mind. Um, even Blade might come back. So, so the possibilities are endless, and it seems like Netflix has got a good grip on how to do these superhero type shows in a very you know gritty, realistic type of type of feel. So, so keep your eyes posted. This year, you're going to get Daredevil, uh, Luke Cage, and most likely we'll get season two of Jessica Jones as well. Now there's a lot of other stuff that, uh, I mean, just looking up and down the list of their shows, there is a ton, a ton of stuff that they have. Um, a lot of stuff that they're doing is specifically focused on what you might call um, a reboot or, you know, properties that have existed previously, whether it was on cable or something else, and have uh, fallen by the wayside, but the, but the fandom has never really let it go. You know, the, the fans have always been present for the show, so they, Netflix has made the choice to bring some of these shows back or to, um, you know, try to uh, harness the fan energy, if you will, uh, and some of these I'm, I'm really excited about. So um, some of them, eh, not so much, but some of them I really am. So now the first one that I'm really excited about is actually a movie. It's not a TV show. It is a, it is a film, one of the films that Netflix is producing. But uh, like I said, when I, was, when I heard about it, I just, uh, just jumped through the roof. I, I was very excited. This is a film, not a TV series, a film that Netflix is doing that's coming soon in March, and it's called Pee-wee's Big Holiday. That's right, my friends. We're going to get a brand new Pee-wee Herman movie, courtesy of Netflix. I, I'm just uh, I'm just beyond the moon. I, I love Paul Rubens. I think the character of Pee-wee Herman is is hilarious. I, I you know have enjoyed everything we've seen of him so far. Um, this was actually this movie has been on the docket for a while. Paul Rubens has been working very hard to get this movie made. Uh, at one point, it was going to be a, a big screen production in theaters. Uh, Judd Apatow was working on it with him, and I believe that Judd Apatow does retain uh, producer a producer credit on on the big holiday. Uh, Paul Rubens wrote this story, and uh, it stars, of course, him. And uh, not much is known about uh, the details of the script, obviously, and that's that's probably for the best. But um, you know. It should be very exciting to see it when it drops because what we've seen so far, just a just a preview, um, really more of a teaser. But even that, just even that, looked like it had the feel, the vibe that you wanted in a Pee Wee Herman type of thing. So so consider that a reboot or a sequel, an extenuation of the series, if you will. But that is one that I am uh, very very excited about. So uh, Netflix is also getting later this year. There is a reboot of Danger Mouse, an old BBC 
cartoon show from the 80s that I personally remember watching when I was a child. Uh, haven't, I have introduced it to my five-year-old daughter, Amelia, and she eats it up. She thinks it's hilarious. So there is a new Danger Mouse show that's already been made. It actually has already premiered in England on the BBC networks, and now Netflix has a deal to bring it to America worldwide, really, and uh, let us all take a look at it. So I'm very, very excited to check out the Danger Mouse reboot, and I, I, I just can't wait to see it. Uh, I know it's got a lot of good voice talent in it, and the few previews and promo spots that I've seen really do look like they also retain the charm of the original. You know, the original was about a, a secret agent mouse that lived under the streets of London in a, you know, his, he had a swinging pad that was really just in the sewers, but he had, you know, a, a, a little spy associate, you know, his little uh, partner, sidekick, if you if you will, Penfold. He had a, an, an agency that was head up, headed up by uh, Colonel K. And, uh, of course, he had an arch-nemesis. He wouldn't be any good without an arch-nemesis. Uh, um, Silas Greenback. Oh, man, he was a, a very evil frog. Silas Greenback. Uh, I could talk about Danger Mouse all day, but instead I would encourage you to uh, not only take a look at the new stuff when it comes out, but do see if you can find some of the old stuff. It does exist. We've got them all on DVD, so you can, you can find them out there. It's probably not on TV in syndication right now. But it is out there if you look hard enough. So Danger Mouse, the new cartoon, will be coming courtesy of Netflix sooner, hopefully, rather than later. Also coming from Netflix in the show variety, we do have a uh, continuation. I call it a reboot, but it's probably a continuation of the old uh, Degrassi, the Degrassi High uh, TV show that, uh, I'll be honest, I, I never really watched it too much, but there is a, the Degrassi Next Class that's actually, um, gosh, that might be out already, actually. I think that was meant, that was meant to come out sometime in January, so that may have, that may already be on Netflix if we have any, uh, Degrassi fans out there, uh, check that out. Um, if you have been following Netflix and its original content at all, you are probably familiar with the fact that they took one TV show in particular, and are remaking it with most of the original cast, setting it in current times, whereas the show here was set in the 80s and 90s, and gosh, you want to talk about the wave of nostalgia, you know, riding that wave on into, you know, a brand new show. It's a continuation of the story made by the TGIF show Full House. This, right, it, it is called Fuller House. Fuller house. I don't know if that's grammatically correct. It's, it sounds nice, though. So, uh, as I understand it, it follows the story of the uh, the Tanner children, who were children in the original show, are now all grown up and have kids of their own, and I guess they move back into the original house, the full house in question. Um, from what I've seen in previews, uh, the kids, like I said, have kids of their own, but also the adults of the original show are still there. Uh, Uncle Joey, Uncle Jesse, uh, you know, uh, Bob Saget as Danny Tanner. Um, they all seem to be still there. So uh, Fuller House, I, I don't know exactly the specific release date, but but that is coming down the pipe if you are interested at all in those kind of uh, retro-fabulous <laughs> remakes. Fuller House might be one that is up your alley there. Uh, if you are fans of the... Um, late night talk show type of thing. Um, if you are fans of comedians, you might uh, be interested if you're, uh, especially if you're a Chelsea Handler fan. I know she had a late night talk show on um, 
E, I think, the E Network. Uh, and now she's getting two shows coming to Netflix, actually. The one that's just called the Chelsea Handler Talk Show, that's obviously in a talk show format. And the other one, I believe, is more of a scripted uh, pseudo-comedy called Chelsea Does. And that one, I believe Chelsea Does, comes out also, comes out this month, comes out in January. Uh, the talk show, I don't know exactly when that comes out, but uh, but if you are fans of uh, Chelsea Handler or that uh, that vibe, this may be right up your alley. Wandering back into the kids' realm for a bit, uh, Netflix is doing a lot of things with, you know, kid-friendly or, or kid-specific type of stuff. There's a, there's a reboot of a show that you may have watched growing up, depending upon your age, uh, The Magic School Bus. The Magic School Bus is getting a new lease on life, courtesy of Netflix and some new episodes. Uh, again, my, my daughter Amelia, she loves the original Magic School Bus. She thinks it's awesome, so she'll definitely be checking this one out. Uh, if you are fans of the Ever After High, you've got Ever After High Dragon Games. That's coming out. Uh, what else is kids? Um, ju- uh, a show called Justin Time. Justin Time. Uh, it's called Justin Time: The New Adventures. I know that's a that's a kid show. Um, they're doing a new King Kong cartoon called Kong: King of the Apes. Uh, that one is coming courtesy of Netflix. As is uh, Kulapari, an army of frogs. I don't know anything about that. Uh, a whole army's worth of frogs uh, certainly sounds intriguing. I don't know. Check it out. Uh, digging deep into the 80s nostalgia here, if you remember, they were little furry creatures that I think rolled up into a ball or like they could, you could put them in their own pouch. I know kids love them. My, I think my sister had one because you could turn it into like a pillow. Uh, they're called the Popples. And if you're familiar with the Popples, then you'll probably be really excited to hear that Netflix is doing a new Popples show. And that is coming our way sometime this year. Uh, there's a kid's show called Some Assembly Required. Uh, no idea if that is connected to uh, the, the 80s movie Short Circuit or anything like that. Probably not, but well, that was Batteries Not Required, I think. But um, What else? And there's a new show um, that is currently popular now, I think. these. Um, if you have girls, you'll know. Again, my, uh, my daughter watches this. It's called Winx. W-I-N-X. Winx. Uh, and the new show that Netflix is doing is the Winx Club World of Winx. I mean, they're just, they're kind of like sassy little fairies, I guess. I don't really know how to describe them otherwise. I usually, when she asks to put that on, uh, my brain asks to be shut off. So um, if you're into that, you're getting that. And then another kid's show called World Party is coming from Netflix as well. Um, There's just a ton of stuff. I mean, there's stuff even I haven't even touched on yet. Um, uh, What else is is coming here? There's a a show called Flaked, a show called The Get Down. Uh, an anime show called Kazoops. I don't know if it's... It's probably not directed at kids. It's more anime-related than anything, but Kazoops. Uh, there's a show called Love. There's a show called Marseille. Marseille? Marseille. It's very French. Uh, the OA. The Ranch. Stranger Things. And Trailer Park Boys. So those are all the ones that I really haven't done a ton of research on, other than I know that they're coming our way sooner rather than later. So... But again, this is all just the stuff that Netflix has announced. I mean, a lot of this stuff, they really... Netflix is good at announcing things as they're already in production for it. That's the big thing. Like, you don't get an announcement from Netflix and then have to wait a few years. Like, usually when they announce something, it's because they're already working on it. So that's one of the cool things is that you can hear about it and get excited for a few months. And then you actually get to check out the thing that you were originally excited about. So uh, I personally, like I said, I'm... I'm thrilled and very excited 
to be checking out a lot of this stuff. Um, like I said, for for seven ninety nine a month, less than eight bucks, you get access to all this stuff. Uh, I mean, it's all online, of course, so you have to have some kind of internet connection. But I mean, they've got an app for your phone. Uh, they've got an app for everything. I, they've got an app on my Blu-ray player, um, my Nintendo Wii that I have out in the uh, out in our living room. Um, that that has a Netflix app on it. I mean, you can just go to Netflix.com and sign in with your account and watch all the stuff on your computer. I mean, it's it's very easy to check out Netflix stuff. I believe back when I signed up, I mean years ago, but I believe they were they were offering like a 30-day free trial. So you could really literally just try it for a month and see if you liked it, and then if you didn't, you didn't have to pay for it. So, um, you know, definitely one of those things again, I'm not a Netflix spokesperson, but in the realm of original content and your value for the money you spend, I mean, this sure seems like a lot of cool stuff coming our way. So, very excited about it. Uh, please let me know if there's anything that you know about on Netflix that we didn't cover that you're excited to check out or that you know is coming. Uh, if you've had a bad experience with Netflix, I want to hear about that too, you know. Uh, I mean, I have had a questionable experience with uh, one of Netflix competitors, Hulu. Um, maybe someday we'll talk about Hulu, but but for today, we're going to let that drop. But if you've had any experiences, good or bad or otherwise, anything you want to share with us, we encourage, of course, all feedback. So please come and find us. You can uh, grab us on Facebook, facebook.com slash popcultish. You can come tweet at us on the Twitters. Our handle there is B-B-E popcultish. And, of course, you can always come find us on our website at popcultish.com. Well, that wraps it up for this week. Uh, we'll check you next time. And until then, of course, be passionate, be proud, be pop cultish. <laughs>